What's going on, everybody? You've got the cardboard coaches here with your boy, Coach Go. So our friendly neighborhood cartel, who's going to try to stay very positive today. Gets more difficult, but we're going to trace. We're going to stay positive. It is getting real hot in here, and unfortunately, we're not talking about sports cars. It's uh, it's so hot in in Ontario right now that we got. Cartel chilling in his boxers, so don't don't uh, don't get too excited, people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like sauna, it's like a sauna in here, man. It's 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 great great temperature for sports cards, I'll tell you. But uh, I mean, let's get back to the fact that things just aren't real hot right now, and uh, I think that might be an understatement. I mean, we are watching a lot of people's submissions come back. Um, you know, a wide variety of um, value submissions coming back. We're seeing express submissions come back. And I mean, aside from even the, like the reveals of certain people's submissions that quite honestly have been underwhelming from very prominent members of the sports card community that, you know, they know what they're doing. They've typically had a fairly high gem rate. We are also seeing a dip in prices mid season um, even in, in basketball going into the playoffs. And uh, there is, I, I, there is room for concern right now. There is, we, we are kind of, I mean, and cartel put it best and I, I'm going to leave this to you to, to kind of drop that hammer. Um, yeah, dude. Well, it seems like the sky is falling. You know what it seems like? It seems like the only people making money and not complaining in this hobby right now are the flippers that are just, uh, you know, like I said, last podcast, just doing what anyone would naturally do given a situation where you can make easy money. Um, those people are doing all right, right? There's no problem turning 20 bucks into 50 bucks or, or, or more or breaking product for others, but for collectors, for a lot of other maybe higher end investors, people new to the hobby as of 2020, things are becoming a little bit more bumpy, a little bit more complicated than people previously thought, perhaps, Um, which uh, was to be expected. We were not going to be in this lockdown type of market uh, forever. And I think that there was a lot of strange expectations from a lot of people. Um, There's so much to be said about having knowledge of the hobby and having been in it having seen the highs and lows and understanding it, right? And, so, and sometimes for, for, for new people to the hobby, the best thing you can do is pretty much just try to follow the right accounts of the veterans and try to peel a slice of knowledge off of that and try to get ahead. And hopefully a lot of new collectors were doing that um, over the course of the last year or so. Because uh, otherwise they're just noticing stuff right now that's very negative and depressing. They don't have a good context to it. Um, it is going to result in a lot of people getting out. It's going to result in a lot of people getting distracted by something else and moving on to something else. I'm seeing card collectors all of a sudden want to collect ticket stubs. I'm seeing uh, card collectors now want to start collecting autographs. I mean, that's that's not a function of being, it's not necessarily a function of interest. It's a function of desperately trying to reach out and, and see what else they can do with their funds. Yeah. Uh, People that have been doing this for a while are going to hold the line because there's a, there's a little bit of a better understanding of what's going on right now. We'll get to the submissions in a second. So for you and I, I mean, we, 
you know, uh, I'll tell you one thing about uh, Coach Co. He's a positive guy. I'm sure you can tell by his online presence. Generally a positive burst of sunshine that we need. Um, I'm a little bit more curmudgeonly, but I, I, even still, I kind of hold back. I really do. I, I don't want to trigger any in this day and age where people are so sensitive. I don't want to get people up in arms. And uh, if you'll recall a little while back, I actually you know, was a little critical of people who were uh, making fun of people whining and complaining and things like that. Because sometimes we don't stop and think about the fact that some people actually do this for a living. Yeah. Um, they run businesses. Um, so yeah, I, I, I hold back a little bit. I don't want to get anyone too bummed out. And I tend to attack the big, the, the bigger players. Yeah. And that being said, we'll get to PWCC as well in a little bit. Um, because you can attack the bigger players. They, they, they got a lot of money and, and, and you don't even realize just how much money and how well they did over the past couple of years. I mean, maybe you do, maybe if you read into, if you follow some of the accounts, there's people like, I'm just going to throw them off off the top of my head. Cardi C uh, is a gentleman that, that does some deeper analysis. Um, there are people that actually will, you know, when something goes on with PSA or tops, they'll, they'll start talking about the stock. They'll start talking about earnings and, and things like that. So maybe you are aware, maybe some people are aware of just how much money hand over fist some of these companies have been making. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, big names that popped, popped up all of a sudden popped back into the scene that had been there in the 90s during the last boom suddenly popping back in they're popping back in for a reason well, um, we're, we're even seeing like retail be historically bad like cards are historically bad out the pack you know like you mean in terms of the quality of the card right yeah so that's again and that's just that's there you go that's a function of these companies making so much money and the question is just, just how much do they take the consumer into mind? You know, when a company gets bigger, that tends to go the opposite way. When a company is smaller, you can interview them on your podcast. You can uh, talk to them directly and get great customer service. And sometimes elements of the customer service are still there. I'm hearing a lot of good positive interactions with Upper Deck lately, as an example. Um, but, you know, the bigger they get, the more that barrier builds up. Yeah. Makes sense, right? And so, anyways, what I was going to say is you and I, even, even in our negative times, we're doing okay because we haven't gotten our submissions yeah. back. Yeah. You know, imagine we were in the situation where some of these people were, in terms of their reveals and how they were feeling and the thoughts in their head, and then we ran a podcast. It could just be a lot of just us being angry, potentially. We'll see how that plays out. When we get them, which is still, you know, uh, that, that was always fun to figure out that it was not the receipt date. It was the entering date. Yeah. So we got yeah. a lot of time, Brendan. We got, well, a lot I of mean, time. our value sub that we sent in, in October, like it was like October 3rd, um, wasn't received until January 11th. Like, you know, well, it was, it was received. It just wasn't entered until three months. That's, that's what I meant. My apologies. It wasn't entered until Jan or January 11th. And I, I, I just, every, several times this month, I've heard PSA saying that they're going to be caught up by the end of May. And I just don't understand what that means. I don't no, they, like, do they mean that express and regular are going to be caught up by the end of May? Because what happens to 
all of the people that submitted value, that submitted TCG, that submitted um, the, those the coupons, you know, back when you actually the membership meant something and you got free uh, grading uh, features, you know, yeah, like what happens to I mean, they might not be the most expensive, maybe not even the most expensive cards, uh, but they're still cards and they're still like d desired by the people who submitted them. They still are loved by the people that submitted them. Like what happens if people are getting, and I, I just can't help but, but talk about this, this, this sub issue. Um, but if people are getting in an express sub or a super express sub where they're paying $75 a card, $150 a card, $300 a card, and they're getting back sixes, sevens, eights, and they know what they're doing. And I'm not talking about the, the average Right. Um, you know, person who just jumped into the hobby, bought a pack, happened to pull like a Herbert Silver that's off center and, and thought it was going to gem. I'm talking right. about people who have been subbing for years, yeah. have a, a certain gem rate and are looking at their cards like, what did I miss here? Yeah. Um, because this has never been this way. So, so we're, you know, we're, we're going to get to Garnet sports cards in a moment um for sure uh it's it's like um i don't understand the apologists that i see on every every discussion when it comes to psa man um oh it's all these people sending in base cards it's all these people sending this in there's a company that says we are going to grade your cards we're going to do it in this amount of time and this is what it costs why are you berating people who saw that and then sent in whatever they wanted to? You know, freedom of expression, freedom of choice. I don't care if someone is sending. I know that people are doing that. I've seen them do it. Um, my submissions became a little bit more scattered and different than they were two, three years ago because of the market. Yeah. But it's this company that said, we're going to do something for you. This is how long it's going to take. This is how much it costs. Why are we now being apologists and say, well, it's these newbies that came in and sent in a bunch of garbage. They're allowed, let them send in whatever they want. Man, that, I don't know, that, that's the thing that gets to me more than anything on the face of this planet is if you want to friggin' hold your hand into the fire, do it. I'm not going to stop you. you. I'll tell you that it's stupid, but I have no right to stop you. No. Right. Like this is what someone wants to do. Let them do it. Okay. Yeah. Everyone has their own idea of how they're going to run a business or they're going to make money or they're going to collect. What about collectors? Yes. What if a guy opens up his closet? He's got 10 banged up 87 tops bonds. He doesn't care. He wants to send it in because he heard that this company puts it in a sonically sealed capsule. This is what you pay. And they're going to send it to you in, in a 20 day submission. Okay. So I'm not, I, I, I want to focus on PSA. Yeah. And I want to do it in a way where I don't become their public enemy number one. But look, I, I've been sending PSA and Beckett for years, more so Beckett. Um, I should have seen this coming. I, I, I think it was the it was the last expo in 2019 where that was like my first attempt at a crossover. It was supposed to be 45 days. You paid ahead. You paid ahead, which means, Brendan, I gave them money I could have used for something else. I paid ahead and I, I don't quote me on this. I can't remember how long it took 
but it wasn't 45 days. It wasn't 90 days. It wasn't 135 days. It was, uh, it was months later, months and months and months that I got, and I sent them an email, polite email, because I hadn't had this experience, right? I'd been using Beckett, um, some other companies. And I said, Hey, you know, I paid for 45 days. I didn't expect it was going to be necessary 45 business days paid you ahead. And it was like six months. And the guy wrote back and he's like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to send this up to a manager where we, we make a decision on if there's any compensation necessary. Do you think I got a follow-up email? No. no. So I, I, I saw this coming, you know, and, and again, in the previous big subs that I did from that point onward before yours and, and mine, um, it always took a few extra months. And the one thing that softened that a little bit was you got what you expected every single time. Okay. So like I mentioned before we went on, I'm a 70 percenter. On average, I'm looking at my spreadsheet. My last sub to PSA was 80 cards, 70% gem rate. The rest were nines and I had one eight. So again, I'm, this is not to brag or anything. This is, these are hard numbers. This is why I keep a spreadsheet. And now let's get to Garnet sports cards. From everything I heard from this guy, I was only introduced to this guy yesterday. Uh, he's got a lot of followers. Uh, he seems legit. Um, he got posted up by another very large account that I'm sure does their research and doesn't want to just throw anything up willy nilly. Um, I suggest everyone check out Garnet Sports Cards PSA reveal because I don't want to just kind of go into a word for word uh, uh, type of yeah. summary of yeah. what you, you know. I think you saw a little bit of it, and I bet you you want to see the rest now, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm definitely Jones in to see the rest. So this guy again, 60, 70 percent gem rate consistently. He did group subs. He knows what he's doing. He's got an excellent source of light that he shows off um, in the video. And uh, not only did he experience this massive drop off, he also got some cards back that were damaged. And now the final layer of this shit show for this guy, and boy, is he vulgar in the video. And that's great. I don't know why I don't cut loose like I used to back in the day. Again, it's, I think it's a symptom of just being in this current society that we're in, but this guy doesn't hold back, uh, which I really admire. And uh, he, the layer on top of this is it was a 20-day sub. And he watched people get um, subs in, 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 in the range uh, below cheaper. He saw them get them before his 20-day. And then he finally gets his 20-day. He sees this massive drop-off in his gem rate. Nothing's guaranteed. I understand that. But I'm sure you would agree. If I'm averaging 60 or 70 and you and I get back our sub and I hit a 20%, something's going on there, right? How am I going to, I send in 100 at a time. How am I going to mess up so badly with my eyes and my light source that it's going to drop down 40%? So, so again, check out Garnet Sports Cards post. He gets some cards back that are damaged. He's going to be doing a follow-up post, getting a little deeper into that issue because he does, from the sounds of it, he does a great job cataloging everything and, and taking note of everything relevant. I can't wait for that follow-up. Um, this guy is like the face 
of the hobby for so many right now that are going through this thing where it's like everything is difficult. Everything's a pain in the ass now. Any system you had set up is completely disrupted. And the weird thing is we've spent all this time the last few months kissing ass. Oh, new ownership. They're doing all these great things. Um, you know, kissing up to these big names in the industry while what, what is it doing for you? I mean, it's almost like the dream is, is gone now, if that makes sense. Like the dream, I, I mean, for many was to buy raw or, you know, buy packs or and, buy, buy product, right. And grade them, you know, like look through them, obviously educated, educated, uh, you're, you know, looking for surface, you're looking for corners, you're looking for edges, you're looking for centering. Uh, if all if all goes well, you send it in and it comes back and it comes back a 10 or a nine even, but like, let's say the dream is a 10 as, as of right now, it doesn't look like the dream is possible. You know, like it, it, and I'm telling you guys from the perspective of someone who's been holding cardboard since he was seven years old since that first day I opened up a pack of you know 88 Opeachy and got a Wayne Gretzky uh, you you learn as you go right which is which is important because there's so many of these you know one year two year collectors that are learning as they go um, taking it in you can go 10 times as fast now because I didn't have Instagram or the internet um, or you know at, at that point you just you go to card shows you go to the local card store here in Ontario, you, you don't do that because you're stuck. Um, but now you've got social media, you've got, you can just Google anything. You can find photos of everything, man. So if you're submitting 2020, 21 upper deck hockey, you can find photos of PSA 10s if you don't own some to compare them to. You can get that information. It's such a great advantage. Um, but as someone who's held cards since, since I was seven, um, the systems worked. They worked. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes you get something late. Uh, sometimes you didn't notice a thumbprint, but 90% of the time the, the, the system worked. Um, new product was affordable. There was a time when upper deck series one came out and it was 70 bucks Canadian plus tax, you know, um, and it's just it's crazy because like now that we're seeing like the grading discrepancies and um, and all of our cards are basically held hostage. I mean, one would think that the play is BGS now, but if you see the difference in price, like, I mean, I almost got to think like, is this all just to like to put PSA like on the, the almighty pedestal that will never be shaken? Like, I, yeah, I don't I know. I mean, and I don't want to go into conspiracies, but like uh, Jordan 10 is PSA 10 is what? Like 450 right now, maybe 500. It's not 700. That's for sure. I, you know, if I had to guess, it was probably 400. 400. A BGS 9.5 is $76,000. It was a BGS 9.5 uh, that... I don't think had subgrades. Sometimes subgrades are on the back. It's really, Beckett is really inconsistent that way, but they did introduce a service where there's no subgrades. It's, it's an express service. Those cards do go for less. 
that doesn't fully like, count. That's like six times on, on. It's not, we're not talking about like a dinky card here. Like we're talking about arguably the, the, the staple of the hobby right now at this current moment in time, For like sure. based on the bubble, based on the documentary that kind of blew this hobby out of the water. That's the card that everybody wants. It's and and a, a nine five is a gem mint. Right. You know what I mean? Like that is like a, it's PSA doesn't have anything higher than that. So um, I, I I got into it with a guy recently. I couldn't believe it like that you know. And, and we touched on it again, just the visual of nine point five versus ten. And I got into it with this guy who just wouldn't get off it. That, that nine point five isn't gem mint. And it 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 literally, you know. It literally says underneath the 9.5, it says gem mint, right? It's this, it's a scale where here's this number designating a gem mint, here's this number designating a gem mint. And if you do some research and you sit down and you start doing statistics, you see that it even makes sense in terms of the population. BGS 9.5 gem mint, BGS 9 mint, PSA 9 mint, PSA 10 gem mint. I get it for newbies that enter the hobby and it's just visually it's, it's this difference between the numbers 9.5 and 10. Yeah. Um, the real issue has to be who is the better, who, who, who is, who's more consistent in terms of the grade? How does it look? I've seen plenty of shitty PSA 10s. I've seen plenty of shitty BGS 9.5s. Uh, if you were to ask me who's more consistent I feel that there's a similar consistency. If you ask me who's tougher, probably, probably PSA. But I feel like so many of my opinions are emanating from like 2019. Yeah. Or 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 maybe 2018. I don't yeah. know. Um, I don't I don't know if that's the case anymore. My last BGS sub and my last PSA sub, uh, I felt like PSA was a little harder. Now, does that mean that they're better if they're being a little bit? harder on it i mean look at the end of the day give the card the grade it deserves and that's another thing that garnett sports cards was, was saying is like what what the fuck is happening to my card right now who is grading it how many people are looking at it how many people are going over it is is it a computer like what are they putting it into a computer like what is i mean they had to hire a bunch of new people you know in order nope. to account for all the the, sure. the so i mean how many of those people are brand new so many questions about the training involved there and what the qualifications are. Um, so, but the, but the bottom line is just give the card the grade it deserves at the end of the day. I, I, I can't get off that PSA 10 Jordan that did sell for 700,000. Um, that was off center left to right quite clearly. Right. And by the way, this is a card. It's not an ancient card, right? Um, 30 years old. Plenty of people who are just hitting, say, 40 right now. Recall collecting it. Recall opening the packs. There are boxes and cases out there right now where Jordans are being pulled. Yeah. Okay. That, and that's there's, still happening. there's three per box, I think, man. Two or three, I believe. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, that card just needs to be graded as it is. Now, without holding the BGS 9.5 and the PSA 10 in our hand, I think a lot of people are gravitating towards this concept yep. that maybe there's a, big, there's a big opportunity here. If people are just going to dismiss BGS, 
look, you, you mentioned you don't want to get into conspiracy theories, but there, there are things that go on behind the scenes that lead to these instances. So I noticed it. All of a sudden, PSA became synonymous with grading, the way that Kleenex is synonymous with, with facial tissue. Um, celebrities start talking about it. Influencers start talking about it. Um, and it just, and we saw it. We saw the, the, the explosive pricing start happening. I remember in, the, in late 2019, I started compiling some hockey in PSA 10 because I just noticed in the hockey market, we really like Beckett. And I, I gave you the reasons why. They, they'd show up at Canadian shows. Um, they had a presence. And a lot of people just started collecting BGS and they want to have a uniform collection of BGS slabs. Um, but PSA just blew it away. And uh, maybe that's, maybe that's going to change. Maybe that's an element of the market that's going to change as a result of everything that's happening right now. How anyone can watch the Garnet Sports Cards video and not stop for a second and question, where is all this heading to? What, what, is, what is this really leading to in terms of how people are going to handle grading? Um, we don't even know what the costs are going to be once things no. get going again. No, and again, so like... Um, we weren't even really given notice. Like it, it they just, uh, some people are telling me they're getting emails for upcharges. Some people are saying that they, you know, they just charge and then it is what it is. Like, I, I think we're all just lacking consistency in everything right now. And it just really sucks when the consistency you lack is in something that you love and you yeah. cherish and that you put a lot of money and time and effort into, right? Like, I mean, yeah. you, you want to, it's, it's one thing like COVID is unavoidable, right? Like, and that's another thing that's obviously frustrating the hell out of everyone, no, no matter, even if you have everything open right now, you know, you, you can't, there's no way you can't be frustrated by the fact that like you lost two years of your life or a year and a half of your life. You know what I mean? But it's like, just with the amount of time start to finish um, with respect to getting your cards initially, you know, whether that be through buying from third party or opening them yourself to inspecting them to all that effort put into sending them out in a perfect package and, and then waiting this crazy obscene amount of time a year, literally one year, you're waiting one year where all you, you see everyone else's stuff and you you're sitting at home, just scrolling through eBay. Like, I hope mine comes back this. And um, I hope mine comes back in, in time for general, me to take advantage of the market, which it and, didn't. and it doesn't, you know, like, so where do we go from here? I think is the next question. I think, uh, and where do we go from here? Right. So, do we no. just buy P PSA 10s and like, like already established PSA 10s? Because let me tell you, they're cheap right now. Like it's not like they've pushed PSA 10s into the stratosphere because they haven't. I see yeah. so many PSA 10s that are going for real cheap. And to be honest, if mine are going to come back eight to nines, I might as well just pay for a 10 right now. Yep. And, yes. you know, maybe I just let them keep those cards. Yeah. At this point. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm like, I mean, sure. Look at the end of the day, the, 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 the days of being able to get a card that's say five, 10 bucks that becomes a hundred, 150 bucks 
buy a PSA grading, they, they may be gone forever. Um, so I would say buying uh, slabs right now probably is a, a good thing to do. I think people are doing that um, because at the end of the day, people still want slabs. They yes. want slabbed cards. Um, I, I, I'm watching some prominent accounts that, that sell young guns, for example, and all of a sudden they're becoming SGC, um, CGC, and, and, and DGS because they want to keep supplying slabs to that market. Um, I think you know SGC what? dropped the prices again, too. And again, their cards are not, from what I understand, that the cards are not performing super well yeah. on the market. Yeah, we're just we're just so entrenched in this idea, and that's that, what I'm saying. It's like there's something so special and different. PSA ten or nothing. It's what's funny is like anytime a new company starts up, I'm interested in hearing like who, what's the background. So if you notice, and I'm so sorry to anyone. I mean, and again, we're a public forum here. If any company representative wants to come to us, that's a fantastic thing. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I think because you can you can respond and you can explain yourself. You can but talk about it, you know? Something I noticed, okay, like let's let's be honest. HGA, they were pushing the concept of we want to be here for collectors, we want to get your stuff to you in time, and we're gonna have these cool holders. I think you said you like the holders. Yeah. Me personally, I'm 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 very I'm very old school. Yeah. I, I don't I don't mind plainer the better in my in my opinion. Um fine, that's what they were pushing. C, uh, C, CGC was pushing more the concept of here are these guys. Like if you noticed on their websites, like here are our pros taking care of your cards. These guys have a history in the, in the hobby. These guys have a history in grading. They know what they're doing. That's what they pushed. Um, and then anytime a company starts, that's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, look, you and I can start cardboard coaching, cardboard coaches grading CCG. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyone can, but what, what gives the right and what is the experience and the knowledge involved? That's my main thing. And, and it's so funny because I'm so, that's the thing I focus on so hard anytime a company starts up, but then I'm like, yeah. wait a minute, why am I giving a pass to the existing? Yeah, you're, what you're doing what, is not, you're, you're, so letting, you're letting the people who, who monopolized it get yeah. away with what they're doing. You know what I mean? Like, what, what, what is it that they're doing that's so different and special? Uh, and, and they'll tell you, well, it was okay. Maybe it was started decades ago by these guys who knew what they were doing but this is decades later what how is it being run what what is the system like we um, still don't i mean no one truly knows like what goes into grading cards you know what i mean like right. so how like how can anyone be like that's wrong or that's like that's truly right or you know what i mean like that's another reason why people are so disturbed by this concept that psa is creating this system where you're not going to be able to grade a card again and it's like, wait a minute, you're telling me that just because, so one guy decided on a grade and that is it for the rest of this card's existence on the face of the planet. This is what I've been guy. saying from the beginning. When I got a PSA 6 that I bought, I bought a PSA 6 Phil Foden, by the way, anyone who was ripping me up for that Phil Foden, you guys are all idiots. Back in, back in the day. Phil Foden is absolutely killing it right now. Just fucking ripping it apart, okay? Arguably the player of the season in the Premier League, he's in the Champions League final. So right there. Anyway, so I bought a PSA 6 and my, my video that I posted that kind of started it all off on TikTok was that I said I was going to crack it open and either sell it raw or because the, the prices of the PSA, the PSA 10, I paid for, or PSA 6, I paid for $15 and the raw was 110. Okay. 
crazy discrepancy. I'm like, what the hell is happening here? How is someone paying $110 for a raw, but it's $15 if it's a, if it says six on it. And my argument was that one, one person, one person looked at this card, maybe two, maybe three, you know, it takes, there's like six, it goes from like four, five, six, seven, and five, six, seven is like a review card and quality assurance and like uh, whatever. I feel like that that could be done by like in five minutes by three people. Yeah. Okay. Totally. So <clears throat> let's say three people, let's say five people looked at my card and they were like, yep. Okay. That's a six. Awesome. So because, you know, this group of people that at this company said that my card is a six. Now all of a sudden my card is permanently labeled as like by Forever. the hobby, by whatever, as like Forever. as significantly less than a card with no grade at all. How is that possible? How is that possible? Because if we hold these things so near and dear, then a raw one should be worth nothing close to anything in a holder. And getting back to the epic Garnett sports cards video, uh, I, unless I misheard him, uh, he had a couple cards, uh, man, Lamelo, they were basketball cards, but apparently they were previously sevens and they came back not. And that is not the first time I've been here, man. This is not the first time I've seen that happen. And I told you the most infamous story. Speaking of Johnny T, you know, God bless him. And I hope things get better. And I, and I hope well, he can hit the ice. Don't get me and, started about that but thing. Please. Devastating. But I told you the story about the Tavares cup. Okay. Uh, that 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 in the in the in the course of one sports card show, bumped up 1.5 uh, grades. Okay, so and I remember graded, coming to your, graded three times, right? I remember coming to your defense again uh, because, by the way, that just hits to the deeper issue that I that I have that I touched on when I said grade whatever you want. And I'll say it again right now to the people listening: grade whatever the fuck you want. Do not listen to anyone who tells you otherwise or who criticizes you for grading your fucking married with children trading cards do they have this is, is going to be a fiery podcast i'm excited grade your alf cards okay because the company says they'll do it and you're paying for it how the fuck can anyone tell you otherwise so i remember coming to your defense for that because do whatever you want i don't know where this raw card came from it's so funny i have a stack of friggin women in bikinis they're ring girls from ufc cards so I'm like literally showing you a girl in laundry. Nice. Um, I don't know who owned this. Maybe they spanked it to this. Maybe there is jism on this. I don't know. Okay. Um, we don't know. Was this previously graded? I don't know. Literally Mitch Marner and lingerie girls. This is my life right now. Dude, it's, um, uh, it's the dream. So, so. You know, what, you're, you're t the funny thing is, at the end of the day, Brendan, even though, even though you got a lot of negativity there, correct me if I'm wrong, that, that, that was a great thing for you because even negative press can sometimes be good press, right? I mean, I probably but, I wouldn't have the TikTok presence that I have today if it wasn't for that video, to be honest. And just, but, to, again, uh, just, just again, too, so that people know what we're talking about, Brendan 100%. Was, was introducing a concept that is as old as friggin' cards itself, which is that I'm going to buy something. I, I may take it out of its uh, uh, its module that it's it's currently being presented in, and I may sell it to someone otherwise. And I'm not going to do it in a uh, nefarious way. I'm not, not going to lie to them. You know, it's not like I'm going to send them a different picture of the card. I'm going to send them a Brendan, picture of the damn card and say, Brendan's, "You decide." Brendan's going to make a conscious decision with an informed decision, and then someone else is going to make an informed decision if they're going to buy it. And if anyone has a problem with that, you you have a problem with yourself. You have a problem with your brain. 
uh, as far as far as I as far as I know. And especially um, like again, like how much stock are we putting into this one person that sees your car? And I like I know so, that like when it comes back positive, it's great. You know, you're like, yes, awesome. I got a ten or a nine. I wasn't expecting it. You know, that feeling is fantastic. But at the same time, you got to kind of sit back and say, how did this happen? You know, like. And, that, and that's always, and there's always got to be a backup option. And we've always known that there is a backup option. The backup option is either regrading or cross grading. And again, I'm going to put it out here again. But now you can't regrade with yeah. a, a historically inconsistent company. But when, it comes, when it comes to cross grading, <laughs> do not send a DGS card to PSA. Not only because if you just use your half your brain, to realize it's not easy to figure out what surface is on a friggin' card that's in a sleeve in a slab. Yeah. Number two, how do you think a competing company is going to see the grade of their competition? They're, what they're going to? Oh yeah, no problem. We're, You're like, oh yeah, that that nine point five is actually yeah. a ten here. We're we're fully aware that our cards are producing three times the amount of, of value on the open market. So let let's just do that for you. Okay. So here's here's Brad, a gift from me to you. So crack your card if you're yes. going to cross grade. Although I don't cross, even think they, cross, they don't even let you cross grade anymore. They've, they've eliminated it, if I'm not mistaken. No, 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 no. What I'm saying, Brendan, is they, they don't, they don't know that you're cross grading. Well, no, that's what I mean, slab. because you're not, you're, right. you have to cut it. Like it, it needs right. to come out of that slab. Yeah. Like they, cause before you could just send it in and they'd crack it for you, which yeah. so, I still uh, think is dumb because yeah. if someone gets something in, why would they ever give you a higher grade? I do not want them to know where that card came no, from. No, no. Hockey collectors, listen to what I'm about to say. Take your KSA cards out of the card before you send it to PSA or BGS. Yes. Just take it out. Learn how to do it. Yes, it's nerve-wracking. Yes, I once destroyed a James Reimer Cup autograph card. It was very devastating at the time. Funny how years later, it's not so devastating. I don't feel yeah. so bad about it. Now you can talk about um, it. But, okay, yes, it's, it's nerve-wracking, but you can get good at it. Um, I managed to help out, help you out without damaging any cards. Yes, so, you did. so, uh, get it out of that slab first and foremost. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know how I got into that little, uh, segue there, but, um, yeah, look, let's talk about staying the course and just being logical. There's so here's how we flip it around, there. you know, right. here's yeah. how we flip it around. It can't just be an hour of us just bitching and right. complaining about things that, and uh, let's be honest we haven't had these things done to us yet. Okay. Yeah. That's the funny thing. Right. And by the way, just if we do happen to get a great sub bat, this is, that is, I'm not going to be a hypocrite and I'm not going to turn around on that. Th these things are happening. I agree. We see I them. I completely happen. agree. I, right? we are speaking on behalf of what we see, how we feel and uh, just the complexity of the market straight up. So right. although it seems like nothing is going right, right now, I think when all else is, when everything is said and done, you need to look at why you got into this hobby in the first place. Okay. And let's bring it back to the fact that like it was a hobby. Okay. Before we turned it into a money-making machine and it kind of got out of our control. It was a hobby. Okay. And even though we're experiencing a blip and it's a pretty big blip right now, like it's a blip. <laughs> you got to believe that collectors 
it'll it'll balance out. It will balance out. The people who love slabs, the people who love cards, they're going to be getting their stuff back. And even if they're lower grades, guess what? They're going to be loving like a, 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 a different grade tier then. You know what I mean? Maybe all of a sudden we start loving, giving a little bit more love to sevens, eights, sixes, nines, whatever. Okay? Maybe. Um, but what I do know is that as long as you stay positive in some capacity and you just hold what you love, Okay, don't sell it because you think it's garbage because someone else tells you. But if you just hold it for long enough, I gotta believe that it'll all be worth it. And by the way, maybe that is a good thing. Maybe the concepts of population control and everything surrounding that are good. But the question becomes who unit who who just automatically and unilaterally decided PSA was going to be the arbiter there of how that's going to happen. And, and, and how can it be so sudden? And this was the main point that, that, that Garnet Sports Cards made, is that, and, and I think his name is Ben, forgive me, I can't, I can't recall. That's okay. I, ho- I hope to learn more about it. Um, is how about a heads up? How about a heads up to loyal customers with that 60, 70% gem rate, which is earned by the way, it's not easy to grade. I, you've heard the cartel say this several times. Yeah. Sorry to, sorry to mention myself in third person. No, that's I don't cool. generally do that. But that's the cool. cartel has mentioned that several times yeah. that people come to me, they just don't get it. They don't get centering. They don't get the fact that if a corner's flipped, it's not going to get a nine or a 10. Yeah. Um, they just don't get it. So if someone is rocking a 60, 70%, it means that they are putting effort into it. They're putting time into it. They know what they're looking for. So if a company is going to all of a sudden switch switch things so drastically that someone used to getting 70% is going to start getting 10 to 20%. There's got to be a heads up. I even put something on my feed not long ago, if you remember, about PSA being more transparent about the way they handle certain cards. Did you send in an update of Rosarena? Yeah. Did you take a good long look at it? Because I've not seen one yet that doesn't have um, a very ragged cut, but they've been PSA tending those. Yeah. Did yours have a ragged edge? I mean, it looked good to me. It looked like it might, I, like, I, I was, I took it right. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I was like, I want this thing slabbed. And that's ultimately like, I, I, I didn't just like, who cares? But the yeah. cards I wanted slabbed, I was like, listen, like I, yeah. you can't tell me, even if you tell me it's not a 10, that's fine with me. Like I still, I want it slabbed. I want, I want it you're, to be you're, preserved. You're, you're a Randy fan. That's probably yeah. one of the better images of the year in with his new team. I agree. But I'll tell you this, uh, a lot of them are showing up 10 with that ragged edge. How about some transparency where we know that that's going on? Because I didn't want to send mine in. Yeah. Maybe I, anyway, at this point, do I want to send that in for, for whatever it's going to cost? I don't know. Mind you, Randy's a phenom, in my opinion. But uh, I think he went uh, four for six the other day. He is just raking and uh, I'm getting offers on my Austin Riley's over here. Listen, here's the thing. So just getting into the positives again, the market goes on. Sports goes on, logical thinking goes on. If a guy goes on a, on a tear, if Otani goes on a tear, it does. The market goes up. Yeah. Um, you're gonna have to deal with the fact that these companies like PW fucking CC <laughs> will will auction off twenty of them on the same night. I know. What do you think is gonna happen? No. Um, if anything, I just regret that I'm not more on top of that and grabbing. That Otani, so they, they they raffled off like 20 of these chrome rookies finishing at 175, 180. Dude, uh, uh, that's nothing. Bumped, Ken Golden Auctions, right Golden Auctions right now, 
There is quietly a, I think it's a BGS 8.5 Durant Kobe Auto. Right. $900 right now. You're saying that that's a bargain? I mean, it's got to... like, sure. There, yeah, there's going to be a lot of bargains, but but it's because it's because it's so oversaturated, though. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just you mentioned that if you've got this amount of money and you're scrolling and there's so many options, sure, there's way too many fucking options, and it's magnified even more when you have the same twenty of the same card. Like, damn it, man! If I'm thinking of selling one of my base tens and I'm about to do it on a Sunday, but on on fucking Friday night because that's the best time to end your auctions. PWCC, <laughs> the fucking market leaders, and they fucking dump out 30 of the same card well there goes my opportunity honestly it seems like buy it now is the play bro i think i mean i've been doing it for me it's always been for me you know i know i know i know know. you've been telling me that from day one Uh, but i mean explain that that there's still plenty of options there's still plenty of opportunity there's still plenty of ways to run things if you've been running things a certain way like i have i'm not panicking People are still buying cards when someone performs well. I agree, people, yeah. People are still buying weird and interesting cards. I, I just sold a, a Harlem Globetrotter sticker, okay? Um, and I think I did really well as far as uh, how it goes. It's, 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 it's rare. It doesn't pop up all the time. Whoever's buying it, I'm sure, has been looking for it. They'll be happy. I did really well considering how it generally performs on the market. So people are still looking for interesting oddball items. People are still reacting when someone plays well. I've been selling stuff, you know, like, it's not like I'm out here saying that I'm, we're, I'm not, we're not making money. Like we're like Connor McDavid stuff. Connor McDavid stuff is, is hitting record prices, right? Yeah. Now the basketball market, which introduced all of this nonsense. And when I say nonsense, I don't mean it in a, in a perfectly negative way. Yeah, I just, yeah, yeah. All the craziness yeah. is faltering at the moment, but we're starting to see those patterns. People are super intelligent about it, man. Luca nation Conrad does, does great analysis of this stuff. Um, you know, when the playoffs start, you, you don't you don't necessarily see this this big bump. You, you're not going to necessarily see a big bump when the playoffs are done. What's happening in football right now? It's the off season and it's going nuts. Off right? season, man. So we're figuring out when things are happening. And by the way, different markets are different markets. Yeah. Hockey's been solid going into the playoffs. Yeah, it's been solid. Um, Matthews I, hasn't I, dropped. Matthews hasn't dropped basically at all. Like right. it's well, there's no reason to panic just yet. It's just been I one. Agree. Uh, I think tonight is going to be a night that may lead to panic if things don't go well, but I'm choosing to be positive. Uh, but the hockey market's doing really well, uh, modern, modern-wise. Um, it's th- the game of flipping is done. The game of quick grading flips, um, that's done. A lot of base cards, we know what the populations are now. We kind of have an idea of what the top levels are. An Acuna update right now, despite his incredible play, is nowhere near the peaks of late 2019, early 2020. And I'm going to say that again, late 2019, this market was blowing up even before the COVIDs, even before the Coronas, it was blowing up. Okay. Um, I don't know if it was ever about the lockdown now. I think it was more about who was entering the game. Yeah. I think it was more about that. Because in late 2019, sneakers were blowing up and cards were starting to blow up. Um, you were seeing some great performances in basketball. There was the hype over Zion and Ja. That's huge. I mean, you had two major, you had two major entrants into the sport at the same time that, that the entrant from last year, Luca, was playing the way he was. That, that's a big deal. 
Um, yeah. hockey, hockey experienced that in 15 and 16. It was a little too early, right? It was a little before things started heating up. Um, but man, the hockey market's great. I really hope hockey continues to get new viewers. It's so psyched that so many people on Instagram site and shout out to my buddies on Instagram who are in the States and started following hockey and they love it. Yeah. And now they're collecting hockey cards. I, I think something similar is happening with, with MMA. These are not fads. It's not, it's not the concept of a fad like Marvel cards. And these are honestly, great, these are great international sports. The Soccer. hobby itself isn't going anywhere. I just, it, we just need to take a step back. We need to breathe. We need to reevaluate how we do things because as often in life, sometimes you need to change how you do things in order to optimize what you get out of it. And right. I think this might be one of those moments where each of us needs to kind of take a step back, figure out what's been working, what hasn't been working, and right. come up with a new game plan because right. the way that things were, it will never be again. And so like it's it's this is the new this is the new real world. How do we move on from this? You know, let's if you have losses, take your losses, take them on the chin, you know? Be happy that you have what you have. And uh, let's move forward here. Yeah, and realize in the past year or so, there were a lot of people stacking and buying, but there was a lot of other people selling and making a lot of money, um, either because they were prepared or they just did the right things during that period of time. It's not for yeah. everyone. Collecting yeah. is for everyone. Anyone can stack a bunch up and admire it because there's, it's so much fun. It's there's so much in these to yeah. admire and have fun with, but not everyone can appropriately can, use it, you know, in a, in a financially successful way. Or master a market, man. Like, I mean, everyone, everyone can enjoy poker. Yeah. But not everyone's a great poker player. Yeah. And so, uh, I think that's what it comes down to team, honestly. So absolutely. I, uh, I think we're good. I think, I think, I think we, for today we're good because we needed to get this off our chest. We did. Chest. I feel so much better though. I, I, if, if, you know, if there are kids listening or, or families listening, please uh, get in touch with us and let, let, let me know how terrible I am. I dropped, listen, I'll, there's I'll an explicit, there is an explicit check mark that I need to click off before posting it. So well, there you it, go. it's almost. Today was fairly explicit. Garn I do it all the cards. time anyway, because I just assume that I'm going to swear because I always do. So Garnet sports cards mentioned, you know, the vul he gave a disclaimer about the vulgarity of his, uh, I, I personally didn't find it vulgar. I, I was laughing my ass off along yeah. with his pain. Um, but, uh, you know, on, on the cardboard coaches, I think we strive to keep it clean because many times we're offering fitness advice, but yeah. uh, I'm sure you would agree given what we were discussing Little, a few a few extra f-bombs were in order it got hot in here like i said just not for the right reasons right beautiful team i hope you guys had as much fun as we did i hope uh, we cleared up some you know made misconceptions i hope you come out of this podcast uh with a understanding of what's happening right now and where you want to go moving forward and uh, let's all kind of talk about our game plans let's put our heads together and let's see what the next steps are i know we can navigate through this i know it all right team take care coach go out peace